Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1.02 p.m. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late today, but it is time for another live stream here in Chicago, Illinois. Today is Thursday, January 6th, 2022. Uh, everyone out there in podcast land, hopefully you're having a good run where you're staying warm. It was so brutally cold today. Temperature was nine degrees by the thermometer, but it was windy out there, and I definitely froze a little bit when I was on my run. Hopefully, you guys are doing okay. Everyone watching on YouTube later, but not live, welcome to you guys as well. Hopefully, you're sitting back with a nice recovery beverage. I'm sitting back with a recovery beverage now because it is Thursday. It is happy hour after all. We made it back, first week back after the holiday. And today, I'm going to be trying this. This is that came in that sample pack that I got from Goo the other day. Um, this is Goo Roctane. It's their energy drink mix. So uh, I don't think I've ever had any of their drink mixes before. Strawberry hibiscus. I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to taste like potpourri. I'm a little bit nervous about it, but we're going to give it a try. All right, before we get to that, though, uh, let's see who we got here in the chat. Jeff Elliott's here. He was the first one in. Welcome, Jeff. He's there three days in a row now. We got Luis Becerra's here as well. He's second in the chat, but I think he was first on the video for a day in the comments. So, you know. Got a number. I got a first place and a second place on the day. That's a good day. Diogo Tanaka says, hello. Hello, Diogo. And we got Ken Murray says, hello to my fellow Chicagoans. Welcome, everybody coming in from Chicago. It is cold out there. But I've been seeing a lot of you guys out on the trail. So people are getting their work in no matter what. Leona says she's got Japanese green tea for happy hour. And he's, she's wondering if anyone watched Billy Yang's latest vid, The Good Life. Loved it. I haven't seen that yet. I saw it. I saw a post about it in social somewhere, and then I saw it on my YouTube feed today, and I was like, ooh. All, every, every time a Billy Yang video pops up, I, I have to like save it because I want to you know, sit down and watch it so it's not like something that I'll like have on while I'm in the kitchen do, doing the dishes after dinner or something. So uh, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to get to it soon. All right. JC's here for at least a little bit. Work clock is ticking. And then uh, we got Lucas H saying hello to my running friends. Welcome, Lucas. All right. Lucas got some new shoes. Puma Velocity. He says, says since we can't ever figure out the names, it's the $120 one. There, that, that actually helps out a lot. I know exactly which one you mean now. Uh, he says he didn't love the heel cup of the DV8 Nitro, so excited to try these. Uh, the DV8 Nitro had those bumper pads in it. All right. So is that what you didn't like about it? I think the, the Velocity is like a more standard daily trainer. I saw today that Sarah Vaughn, who uh, won the, who won CIM, um, recently signed her first pro contract and signed with Puma. I was like, that's an interesting, that's an interesting choice. I mean, I don't, I mean, I know that Puma has lots of like very established athletes, Kirsten Warholm, Molly Seidel, Sandy Cheeks, but like, um, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know like their other athletes. Um, yeah. So like that was seemed like, I didn't know that maybe Puma's expanding their roster, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Bento Sekai says hello from Toronto. What's going on? CV76 is here as well. Good to see you guys. Chris Dyke says, what's up, good folks? About to pour cup number three of coffee. And in, in fairness, the Nespresso pours are only half a mug. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is um, when we were back at my sister's house, um, 
I think in previous years, uh, I've kind of surprised them about how much coffee I would want to drink during the day. And, um, they would, uh, they were, I think that caught them off guard. And like this year, I think they really got ready. They're like, they like to drink a lot of coffee when they get here. So we got to have a lot of coffee ready. And then I think that when I got here, I didn't drink as much coffee as they, I thought they thought I would. Uh, and I was like, well, in fairness, I kind of went on some longer runs while I was here. So I was like gone for two hours in the morning, which otherwise would have been coffee drinking time. So maybe that was it. Um, so yeah, they had, they had like, they had carafe coffee. They had K-cups. They had everything that I like. So I was I was drinking coffee all day, though. But still, even then, not as much. But I did have coffee like on New Year's Eve, like like at, at dinner. Because I was like, I'm going to need a lot more coffee. Can you put on a pot, please? So I had my brother-in-law make me a pot of coffee at like dinner. Sometimes that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. All right. Mm, okay. Eric Paramount said, Oh, good. Never had the goo roctane stuff. And we'll wait for the reaction. So we'll, well, I mean, this is not a flavor that I would pick. I'll tell you, um, as far as the stats on this, uh, it's got 250 calories for the entire thing. You're supposed to mix it with 21 gram, uh, 21 milliliters. Um, is that what it said? No, 21 ounces. Yeah. 21 ounces of water, 21 milliliters, 21 ounces of water. It's going to have 60 grams of carbs. And 320 milligrams of sodium. So I feel like that's that's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> this is one of those products that I feel like if I, if I gotta mix it with 21 ounces, this is a product that's designed for the bike, right? It doesn't feel like a runner's product when I have to mix it with that much. I mean, I don't even have a cup that holds 21 ounces, and I didn't want to put it in like a bike bottle. So I've got it in this like extra large plastic measuring cup. So you guys can still kind of get a sense of what, what color it is. The smell is nice and strong. It's very nice. It's fragrant. Nothing is flower yet. It's just kind of fruity so far. But it's very pink. Just getting it in, getting it in the water. It's very pink. But we'll give it a nice stir. I got a spoon here. We'll give it a stir and get that started. All right, looks like we got Remy. Remy says he's working from home. Got some athletic brewing on hand for happier. Oh, that's nice. You know what? I'm out of athletic brewing. And I keep seeing all the ads. I think they're advertising hard for dry January. Um, this is probably, well, I mean, I guess the, all throughout the holidays, they're probably pretty busy. I don't know. I mean, are NA beverage makers doing well these days? I hope so. Um, like, I like the idea of, I mean, I guess that's what bubble water used to be. And then like everyone started drinking them. And so now it's like, well, now I need something else. I want something different as my something that I can drink that's not alcoholic. But I guess some people do want it to taste like booze or beer. You know, I see these ads for alcohol-free spirits and I'm like, really? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try one of those for happy hour one day. Um, but, uh, you know, I just hope that the, just the, I mean, I, I'm glad that the beverage industry is not just sodas anymore, you know, or at least as far as my like awareness of them. I'm sure that they've all existed from before that. But. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to scroll down and try to keep up with you guys in the chat. Um, so if you guys put in a question, uh, sorry about that. Maybe you could put it in there again and I'll make sure to get it. All right. Um, Let's see. Melvin says, thoughts on the Saucony Triumph 18 versus the 19 as a long run shoot. Trying to slowly round out my rotation. So far, I've got the Saucony Speed 1 and the Pro 1s, Vaporfly 2s and the Hover Carbon X1s, and the Rebel version 2. Um, this is not dissolving very well. Uh, 
Now, I think on paper, there's not a lot of difference between the Triumph 18 and the Triumph 19. I think that the upper slimmed down a little bit, if I remember correctly. It's not as puffy in the tongue, not as puffy just kind of generally. So it slimmed down. I think it got a little bit lighter. But as far as the midsole go, I don't think that there were many changes. If I'm remembering it correctly, the 17 came out um, and that one stuck around for a little while. That was a really good one. Although it was very, very puffy, very hot. And then the 18 came out. Um, and then the 19 came out like really soon after that. So, like the, so the 18 was very short-lived for some reason. I don't know. Um, as far as my experience with it, the 19 I got along with much better than the 18. But I don't think it had anything to do with the shoe. I think that was more me than it was the shoe. You know, in terms of like my uh, runner's knee issues and stuff like that happening. But with that said, I think they're, for most people, I think they're probably going to have a very similar experience with both. All right, cheers, guys. This is very pink, almost. Yeah, very pink. Like, is it fuchsia? I don't know. This is really good. I, oh, man, this is tasty. I think if they just called it strawberry, that'd be great. Because I would say it was like a strawberry, a light strawberry flavor. This is delicious. I could drink this all day. Yeah, fill me up like two liters of this in a hydration pack. I'm good to go. I'm going to run all day long. This is tasty. Really, really good. I like this flavor. Um, yeah, and it's got some amino acid. It's got the roctane amino acid blend in it as well. So it's got taurine, L-leucine, L-valine, beta-alanine, and L-isoleucine. I don't really know what all those... I mean, I know that, I know, I know what they are, but I don't know. Like, if I, When I look at that blend, I'm like, oh my goodness they're missing this, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but there's amino acids in it as well. So very, very tasty. All right. Um, what do we got here? Let's see. A question. Viklam says, which 2022 Saucony are you most excited about? Um, I mean, I'm excited about the endorphin pro three. I want to see what that's going to be like. Uh, I think the endorphin speed three actually got an update this year. So very, very curious about that. Um, but I think that, I mean, really, I'm excited about the ride 15 because, um, and it's probably not going to be my favorite of the Saucony shoes, but like the ones that I'm like, send it, send it, send it is going to be the ride 15 because I didn't run in the ride 14. I ran in the ride 13 and I thought it was good. Not great. I thought it was good enough that I got a pair for my wife. I think she's still using those she she needs an update it's hard it's hard to get her to update her shoes she her and her shoes are like me and my haircuts she hates it at first then she loves it and then won't change from it and so like yeah so she's in the like i can't get her to get another pair of shoes right now um but i love the ride 10 back when it was ever run and then there was like the ride isos for a little while so like the ride series has like kind of gone undergone some changes and so I'm like, all right, is this going to be a good year? Is it going to be a bad year? I just saw some uh, running warehouse videos on it. I think it looks great. It's going to be taller, softer. I don't know. All good things. All good things. So I'm excited about it. I just hope it comes in black. I do like the yellow colorways that they have, but I, I, I want, I want, I want the black one too. Maybe that's a bad answer though. The Ride 15. There's probably other ones that I'm more excited about, but I'm, I'm kind of just really excited about the Ride 15. Uh, and I'm also really enjoying the Peregrine 12 right now because like, and that has power run too, just like the ride 15 is going to have power run. So like 
power run with the power run plus insole. I'm like, that's a good combo on the trail. I think it'll be a really good combo on the road. So oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, Jeff Light says, lately, it's come down to having a beer or a diet ginger ale dinner. And I chose the ginger ale. Yeah, I gave up sodas like a really long time ago. So unless I'm having like a Moscow mule, I usually don't have uh, like sodas. I'll have carbonated waters, like bubble waters. Um, but I just remember like in high school, I mean, like now the main reason for that is just, it's just a lot of sugar. Um, and I just don't think it's good for you to have. I mean, I don't think it's good for you to have that much sugar as I drink, you know, 60 grams of it. Um, but uh, like, I think at the time before I was really, you know, it was on a break from running and I was like, this is a good way to just cut out some extra unnecessary sugar. So I stopped drinking sodas a long time ago. And I remember um, in high school, like in high school, like, did you guys do this? Like in high school, like your teams, you signed like a pledge that you weren't going to drink beer or drink alcohol during season. Number one, cause you guys are all minors. And number two, cause you're dedicated to the team and all that. Like, do you guys have that? Ours was, we're not going to drink sodas. I don't know. Um, but that's what we picked. And so it's always, it was always kind of like a, I tied like not drinking sodas to like, I'm serious about my body right now. But then I also, uh, when it was time to like, you know, I wasn't feeling good about myself. I was like, I, I need to make some changes. Sodas was an easy one to cut out. So I did that. But I do love ginger ale. Ginger ale is so tasty. It's my favorite of the sodas. Rain Runners here says, hi, running friends. What's going on, Rain Runner? Good to see you. And Mayumi C says, it's only 9, 12 a.m. in Hawaii. So still working on the coffee. That's not bad. That's not bad. Got a coffee, got a Boston Terrier. I see that in the photo. I mean, you're in Hawaii. It's a pretty good day. Saying, wish it were happy hour already. Very cool. Scotty B is checking in. It's not frozen. It's got to be cold up by you, Scotty. It's, I mean, it's cold enough here. And for some reason, for a while, for like, ever since we came back from Connecticut, my Polar Watch has thought we were in Dyersville, Iowa. So it's been giving me the temperatures in Iowa for the last week. Uh, and the, the, the temperatures have been like 10 to 15 degrees colder there than here. Um, and then I just see some of the stuff that's going on. Every time like the weather uh, forecast is in Chicago, they're like, it's going to be cold here. But fortunately, we're not getting the worst of it. The worst of it's up in Minnesota and northern Wisconsin. So I've been feeling for you guys. All right. Um... All right. Juan Romero says, no speaking, no speaking English, but I love you for your reviews. Subtitles in Spanish. I don't know how to do subtitles in Spanish. That'd be hard. I mean, I think I would probably need to figure out someone I could work. I mean, I guess they do those things where I guess I could. I mean, there's services, I think, where it's like, give us your YouTube video and we'll send you back the closed caption file. Maybe I need to look into some of those. Maybe that could be something for 2022 like i wonder like there's got to be a service that's like and we can and now you know they'd be like we could translate it into five languages for a fee i wonder i mean it wouldn't be every video but it could be a lot of videos i think maybe the review videos so i think i'll think about it for sure mm, all right Bento Sakai says, just ordered a pair of Triumph 19s to round out the current rotation. Pro 2, Speed 2, Run Shield. 
in Kinvara 12s, since the Kinvaras aren't forgiving enough for recovery while building mileage. Yeah, that Kinvara is a low stack height shoe. And if you are looking for a recovery shoe, I do think the Triumph 19 is a good one. I think that's a good, a good fit. Mm, Rainrunner says, anyone have any favorite rain-resistant jackets for lots of rain? Um, my favorite for when it's pouring, pouring. I mean, I like I have my Gore-Tex jacket, which I love. Um, but like, if it were an absolute downpour, I mean, I guess it would depend on how cold it was. But if it even if it were real cold, I'd probably still wear this. I have this like waterproof rain. It's like an athletic cut raincoat from Uniqlo. It was like thirty dollars. It's a black raincoat. Um, that thing's like wearing like a. It's like wearing a trash bag. It gets so hot underneath. It doesn't breathe at all. But if you're going to get really, really wet, that's one that I like. Because um, other like waterproof, like running jackets, all I just feel like I'm just still getting wet. And if I'm not getting wet, I feel like I'm getting cold because the water kind of like is not getting through, but it's hitting the jacket and staying on the jacket a little bit, you know, just when it's like a downpour. And then your body sometimes can't tell the difference between cold and wet. And so, like, if it's just cold, it feels what I don't know. So, even even the Gore-Tex is waterproof or water resistant. Sometimes I don't know the difference, but um, I usually reserve that Gore-Tex jacket for when it's super cold. I wanted to wear it today, but I was like, I wore it yesterday. I got to wear something different. So I went with Craft today, um, but it wasn't raining for me here. But when it's like really raining, I go with like just like a regular raincoat. Find one that has like a an athletic cut. I think that's, I think that'd be my, my recommendation. Uh, all right. See, so six. is it a Roctane cocktail? No, it's just Roctane. I feel like all these sport drinks would not be good. Are, is anybody doing it? I think that they would not be good to turn into cocktails because the flavor is so slight. It is like the opposite of what you would want in a mixer. So like for like a mixer, you want something that's very sour, very sweet, right? So like, so like orange juice can work. Um, like grenadine can work, um, those kinds of things, um, or other any other juice like pineapple juice, you know, for those like kind of cocktails, um, because those are such strong flavors, uh, it cuts the alcohol flavor. This I just feel like it would just be like, ugh, you put you put rum in this, all I taste is rum. Not that I think that's a bad flavor, but I think rum is an underrated drink. I think, well, I think it's appropriately rated for how many bad rums there are out there. But a good rum. Very tasty. Very tasty. Mm. All right. I'm going to keep scrolling down a little bit and try to catch up to you guys. Mayumi C says, mix bubble water with cranberry. That's my favorite. I do enjoy mixing bubble, like making my own like kind of flavors of bubble water. So like when I, like we have, um, I think bubble water with cranberry would be really tasty because I think like those flavors would work well together. Cause I think just plain bubble water almost tastes salty to me. I think it's the bubbles. But um, one thing that we do here is there's this tropical, I think I've done this for a happy hour before the tropical juice. Um, it's a V8 product, but it's like trop. It's like mango and pineapple. Uh, it's so tasty. And I like to mix that one with uh, bubble water. That's my, that's my favorite. Like, you know, regular like mix of stuff mm, all right let's see 
Bento Sekai said, I grew up on Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Growing up, the only time I would get Canada Dry Ginger Ale is when I had a tummy ache. <laughs> like my parents would be like, your stomach hurts? First, it was 7-Up. Then at some point, like Sprite became big. And then like 7-Up, you couldn't find it as much in, in many places. And I don't think that my parents thought Sprite had the same GI distress uh, you know, benefits as 7-Up. And so uh, that's when I think I started getting some ginger ale. <laughs> Sean is saying, I'm reminded of the time I made homemade ginger ale while live streaming Kabuzi and exploded everywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny. Yeah, X Truth says, I pretty much only consume soda through mixers. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, Melvin says, you know, my us Filipinos would say that you're drinking out of a tabo. Look it up. Clue old margarine and ice cream container. <laughs> okay. Tabo. Oh yeah. Well, I did something like kind of like that on, um, on my Instagram stories the other day while I was at my mother-in-law's house. Uh, cause, and this was a little bit of a trick because, um, I put the stuff into an old cool whip container and, uh, you know, it's like, if you see a cool whip container, in the fridge the most likely thing that it is not is cool whip or uh, like whipped cream uh, especially like after thanksgiving it could be just a tub of gravy it could be corn it could be mashed potatoes you don't know what's in there and uh, i actually had put some of my mother-in-law's cookies in it because i was going to transport them in the car to where i was going to run and I, I I took a picture of just the tub and i was like what's inside <laughs> and had everyone answer what they thought was inside some people, someone guessed cookies. They actually got it right. All right. HBC says, HBC San Antonio says, greetings from San Antonio, Texas. First 50K in Big Ben this month. Thanks for the not only encouragement. Well, go get it. You have to come back and let us know how it goes. Uh, when, when is that? This month. So it must not be like this weekend. So you got some time. Probably tapering soon. Good luck. Good luck. Let's see here. Uh, Leona saying another great ritual podcast this morning, only halfway through, but loving it. I started listening to it and then for some reason I switched. Um, I listened to instead on my run. Well, I had a workout today, so I listened to it for the for the warm up. I started listening to the Allie on the Run show. She was like her, she does her like State of the Union thing, so where she goes over all her analytics and stats and stuff. That was pretty fun. I didn't get to finish it though, so I'm I'm still working on that one for today. Um, Robert, how did you good to see you again, Robert? How's it going? Mm. All right. All right. I keep scrolling. Um, Scotty B says, any recommendations for a goggle heater? I have no idea. I don't have any recommendations for that. Rainrunner says, about that jacket I was talking about, is it for running specifically? I should just wear my North Face rain jacket. Not for running, but would be fine. Yeah, yeah. The, the jacket that I wear when it's like super gross out, and granted, I'll usually find an excuse to reschedule or try to not run in the rain because I don't like running in the rain. Um, but that Uniqlo jacket that I have, it's like, um, it's just kind of like 
more of an athletic cut. I think like there's a picture of it like that. Like there's, you know how sometimes there's like ads in the store or sometimes there's mannequins. There's a photo of it where like the guy was on like riding a bike, like bike commuting somewhere. So it's like not like a raincoat raincoat, but the fit is like cut pretty much like a running jacket. It's very short. Sometimes I just wear it as like a spring layer, uh, but usually I wear it like when it's really wet outside. So I think you could do that. Mm. Running in pizza says, Hey, Co, have you run in the ASICs hyperspeed? What distances are they meant for? I don't think I ran in the hyperspeed. Is that the $90 one? Um, I ran in the magic speed and then, you know, the meta speed. I don't think I ran in the hyperspeed. I think that was like the other one. Um, that one I think is meant for shorter. I don't think it's a marathon shoe. Sorry, I'm I'm taking my socks off right now. Sorry, that's what I'm doing. They all of a sudden they just got very like uncomfortable. You ever get that? Sometimes it's like all of a sudden these socks feel so tight. So I just get rid of them. Sorry. Whoops. Mm, yeah, but you know who ran a lot in the uh, in the hyperspeed? Um, I know that Emily Heller ran a lot in it. I think Seth really ran in it a lot too. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Did the Believe in the Run guys run in it very much? I'm not sure if they did or not. Um, but I'm pretty sure Emily ran a lot. Oh, was it was it Ed or Andy? One of those guys? Maybe. I'm not sure. Mm. All right. Vincent Vineyard says, Heiko, how many miles will I get at Noblesse ones? Um, I think that like it's a, a, a normal amount. So I would expect for me, I would get look for like 300 miles to get out of the shoe. It's like Ahar, like it's the, is it the Ahar light? I don't, or is it Ahar? I don't know what rubber it is, but the rubber, there's not a lot of it on the outsole, but it lasts a really long time mine like held up incredibly well i was very surprised about it so um i think the foam is going to be fine for a long time too uh even though it is very squishy so i think i think i like a normal amount all right sorry the dog's over there he's i think he's scratching i don't know what he's doing sometimes mm. I'm going to keep scrolling down. Uh, Taco Chef says, sound up his medicine in Mexico, too. That's awesome. That's good to know. Um, yeah, my mom used to swear by that stuff. That's the only that's like the only time I was allowed to have soda as well, is like if I had a stomachache. I never put it together to have pretend stomach aches to get more soda um, when I was young. But that was like the only time I got to have it. Uh, Ron Tommy says, yeah, Seven Up and RC Cola. I haven't seen those in years. I even forgot what Seven Up was. Like, I don't understand what happened to it. Like, in my mind, I prefer Seven Up. Um, but I, I really can't tell you the last time I've had Seven Up or Sprite. But I do remember when Sprite started coming on the scene, you were like, what is this? This is not as good. This is not as good as Seven Up. I have very fond memories of drinking Seven Up when, um, when I was like 12 or 13. I spent the summer in Korea. And we would get seven up in bottles. And like, that would be like the thing that we would do in the morning. 
Like, I don't, I don't remember us having an agenda. I feel like I just went there and someone was like, sure, he could sleep here. Cause I just remember wandering, just wandering all, all over. Sometimes I had a couple of coins in my pocket. Sometimes I didn't. And I would just walk to like the, I don't even know what they're called, but I think the closest thing that the vocabulary word that I currently have to explain it would be like the corner store or the bodega. And I would go there. I would try to get like an ice cream, maybe a seven up in a bottle, like a gla green glass bottle. And if we had a little bit more money, we would get like a, like a, a robot toy, like a model that you could put together. I forget. There's a technical term or a term of art for those robots. Um, but like, and I, I, the word is escaping me. It's a very simple word, but it's escaping me now. But yeah, this, that's what we would do like all day. It's just like, I don't know how I got the money or what. I don't remember much. Very few actual memories remain of that my time. That was like my last substantial amount of time in Korea. About 30 years ago now. And um, yeah, I'm old. But um, yeah, that's... That's one of the things that I recall is um, Seven Up and American cheese that tasted really funny. Those are the things that like stuck out. Those are the things that's, that 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 are still in here in my mind. <laughs> Adam says Sprite and Seven Up, Coke and Pepsi are the same to me. Oh, see, I used to think that Coke and Pepsi were the same, uh, but my wife is a um, and still now, that's like her, like, ah, work is really stressful. I'm getting some Diet Cokes. Like, that's what she'll do, um, even though we don't normally buy sodas in the house. I can, I, I know she's had a bad day. If I, like, come home and in the recycling bin, there's, like, a little bottle of, of Diet Coke. Um, and, uh, like, I used to think that they were the same, too. And then she was like, what? And, th and she used to be one of those, like, four or five a day drinkers. And, um, and then I became a four or five a day drinker, too, I think. Maybe not that many. But like we would just buy buy them by the by the case or twelve pack, um, and then after a while I was like, oh, I can tell a very big difference between these two, and I I don't know I I like them both, but I could see why people are very particular about one or the other. Sprite and Seven Up though I think are a little bit different, a little bit different. Um, those I think are a little bit closer. Coke and Pepsi though I think have very distinct flavors. Pepsi for me has a very metallic taste to it. No matter which product you're drinking, even if you're not drinking it out of a can, there's just like a, a metallicness to it. Um, in the, the in the way it kind of like finishes after like you've drank it in the mouth, it leaves like a a weird a weird kind of aftertaste. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that gets that, but I can tell the difference. I think I think I could do a blind taste test on that. Mm. all right sean marshall's out of here he's got to go influence teenagers bye guys well good luck to you be strong trailblazing says does anyone remember the game thumbs up seven up my daughter plays it they're playing like she was telling me how they played it like last week at school and my wife is like what are you doing where everyone's touching each other's hands and i'm like they're playing thumbs up seven up she's like oh okay all right and i'm just i, I you know i'm gonna ask her later um, where do you think the, the name thumbs up seven up comes from? She's probably gonna be like, cause there's seven people. I don't know. I don't know that she knows that there's a beverage related to that. Mm. 
<laughs> Dr. Josh says, Seven Up mascot used to have video games made after him. That was right. That was right. I remember that. You know, here's the thing like the Seven Up was the dot, but those those video games all came out at the same time that the Noid, like the Domino's Pizza Noid video games, right? Wasn't it about the same? I feel like it was the same time when all that came out. Like it was a big time for corporate mascots. I feel like there was that one stretch. I think it was probably early 90s, maybe, where that happened, where like everything had a video game. And then what happened to that? I feel like if everything had a video game, the time for that is now where there's apps, right? But like back then, like everyone thought like we're just going to make these video games for this soda. CV76 says we have to have a taste test. All right. Well, maybe the next happy hour we'll do a taste test. I'll, bet, I'll buy a bunch of different sodas. And I feel like if you don't drink sodas regularly, because my wife will say this too, is like when she hasn't had a Diet Coke in a while and she has one, or if then if like there's nothing there and let, no other option but to have like a, a regular Coke, she'll be like, oh my goodness. Because your taste buds like acclimate or deacclimate or reduce their tolerance to the sugar spike, you know? So it'll be, I think that might be interesting to see. I, I think it'll be underwhelming, but maybe maybe we'll try it. Yeah, Martha says the same thing. When I was a kid, we'd get ginger ale when we were sick. Only time we had soda drinks at all in the house. I, I feel yeah, I feel like that's how we were too. Mm. <laughs> Eric says Pepsi tastes like the tears of our civilization. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about like uh, all of the, like the the super caffeine, caffeinated drinks, like Monster and like all. Like the, I don't even know what they are anymore, um, but the drinks that are like that, the stuff that you see, like, like I, when I remember when I was like going to law school and when I was working downtown, like um, it's a ge definitely generational thing. So like people my age would be slamming coffees a little bit younger than me. It's all about the iced coffees. And then even younger still, it was just like popping a top of something like a Red Bull, Monster, Rockstar, all those. Um, and I'm just like, oh, that's so weird. But I, I'm like, but they're probably looking at me and like in the co the giant coffee and they're like, what the heck? How do you drink that? So Brendan says, when I was at my heaviest and had the worst habits, you drink four liters a day of Pepsi, four liters a day of Pepsi. That's a lot of Pepsi. I mean, at the same time though, I'm like, I could see that happening. You know, like, I, I mean, my wife and I on the weekends when we were like, you know, had a really fun Friday night, Saturday, our like our morning activity would be to go to brunch have a giant midwestern breakfast which is more just of a, a dessert than it is a, a, a breakfast and then on the way home from brunch we would um stop by 7-eleven and get like a big gulp and just drink that and then i would drink mine before i even got home my wife would have hers for like the rest of the day but i would just i mean so it's like it's easy to mindlessly just sip that stuff down by the way guys we are in day two of the uh kids being at home i think they've been talking about uh well because like the teachers union wants to be able to teach remotely right now because cases are still really high in chicago um and the uh and management has locked them out and they say that they're thinking that they can have school on day by tomorrow which will be day three but i think that's just like people crossing picket lines to do that. I'm not, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure we're going to have school this week for my kids. So just to give you guys an update. 
Mm-hmm. Frank Lujulio loves Orange Crush. Orange Fanta is my favorite soda. Uh, Sunkist is also good, but I prefer Orange Fanta. And the only thing that I didn't like about orange sodas is I don't know if they make this. I guess if they did make it, it would have been a lot more difficult for me to give up sodas. There is not, as far as I know, no caffeinated orange soda. I've never found one. Maybe crushes. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had orange. I'm sure I've had it at some point. I think the last soda that I remember having other than ginger ale in a Moscow mule over the holidays recently, the last soda I remember having was actually like some generic orange soda at Western States at the high school where the finish line is they've got like concession stands. Um, and there are these tubs of sodas and I was like, is there water anywhere? I could use some water. I haven't had water like all day. Um, but they're like, Nope, but you can have all this soda. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. So I had an orange soda then. You guys are having like an argument in in the chat about soda versus pop. <laughs> no one's come in and said like it's they're all cokes. I don't think anyone said that yet. We don't have any Georgians around here. Maybe. Frank says he had a ginger beer over the break for the first time. Disappointed to find out it was just ginger ale. I remember one time uh, we had ginger beers in the house in high school. And um, I just thought they were so delicious because I love ginger ale. Um, and I was drinking them and like, you know, popping the top. And I was like 16 or 17 years old. And my dad looks at me. He's like, you're looking at that. He's like, what is that? And I'm like, it's ginger beer. He's like, is it what? I'm like, it's just soda. It's just ginger ale. He's like, why does it say beer on the side? I'm like, it, I don't know. That's what they call it, Dad. Try it. He didn't. He's like, that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to try it. <laughs> I don't know why they call it ginger beer. doesn't make any sense. Trailblazing said Tobo Chico is where it's at. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for it, but I've tried Tobo Chico, and I'm like, I don't understand this. Why is this good? I, that's a drink that I don't get for sure. Does anyone else like the Tobo Chico? I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's water with something. Like, what happened to this? What is this okay for me to drink? Am I gonna get sick? So <laughs> that's what I, that's what I feel like. Rainrunner says my insulin problems are acting up just thinking about all the soda. By the way, this Roctane Energy Mix does not have caffeine in it, but the strawberry biscuits is still really good. Uh, David Babalola says, Kofuzi, how often do you switch shoes? Do you always take the same shoe for certain workouts? Uh, I have a lot of shoes, so I very rarely wear the same shoe multiple days in a row. Like Usually the only time that happens is if I really want to test something very specifically about a shoe, like for the Nimbus 24, like, 
I was feeling something in the forefoot and I thought it was the gel in the front. So I was like, ah, I need more time. So I ran in it two days in a row, but normally I don't run a shoe two days in a row unless it's for something like that. Or if I'm traveling and I didn't, just didn't bring a lot of shoes. Um, I don't think that's normal. I don't recommend that to people, but I would say, you know, in terms of switching shoes, I would say like, if you've got, let's say you're running five days a week, one workout, one or two workouts a week would be some of your, your fast shoe. And then the rest of them would probably be your daily trainer. So how, depending on how your calendar is set up is how often you would change the shoe, but I like to match shoe to the job. Right. So that's kind of how I think of it. Um, so like if it, maybe it's a week where I have three workouts that week. Um, that's not often, but if I do, then half that week I'm running in carbon plated shoes. But if it's like, you know, uh, like a regular week uh, or a non-training week, just in between races and I'm just running for fun. I might be in a daily trainer for every single day that week. So it just depends on the the task at hand. David Bavolo says, greetings from Germany. Welcome. Brian, he wants to know if they still make Shasta. I actually have no idea. I'm not sure. let's see um sean devlin said we called it tonic growing up in massachusetts really because there's a thing called like there's a gin and tonic which is a disgusting thing to drink but have you ever guys ever drank just tonic it's gross but gin and tonic with a little juice in there too sometimes splash of juice can be very very tasty okay adam says that a few people have said cokes in the soda versus pop distinction um from texas and louisiana oh really did you guys call it cokes down there in texas and louisiana i thought that that was mo mainly like a uh southeast georgia south carolina and whichever one is next to georgia mississippi or alabama i don't ever know of those two oh, fascinating uh jim jackba with the super chat thanks so much says happy new year kofu happy training well thank you so much i really appreciate that and a happy new year to you and i hope you have a great year of running and racing mm. trailblazing says tonic is good if you make it right scoffle on logan square makes her own tonic i suppose i haven't tried that before Interesting. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. Uh, Kit says, I'm new to trail running. Do you have any recommendation how to protect yourself from snake bites? I have no run faster, I guess. I don't, I really have no idea. Um, I don't think, I mean, I'm pretty new to trail running too. I don't think that I am aware of being near a snake on a trail run. I'm pretty oblivious when I'm out there. Um, so I don't, I really don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've I've got I've got no recommendation for you. I'm sorry, don't know. But if anyone else here has any ideas, I'd love to hear about it. Um, all right, running with AJ Max says, following on the running rotation question, how do you choose shoes for traveling? Uh, well, I try to think about like where am I going, what kind of running might I encounter there, um, and then I also don't want to bring four pairs of shoes usually, so I try to think about something that's going to be a little bit more versatile. 
So for when I went to Connecticut, I brought two pairs of shoes with me. Um, one was the Triumph 19, and then the other was the Peregrine 12. So I had all Sockenies for the trip. I'm thinking that I can do a lot of trail running once I get to Connecticut. And then um, I knew my sister had a treadmill. And also I might be doing some treadmill running because we did we drove and we'd have to stop over and we stopped in Pennsylvania overnight. So I thought I might either run around the hotel a little bit or um, on the treadmill and turn it ended up not running on the treadmill because there was always people there. Um, and then it was also like freezing rain. Uh, a lot of each of the nights we were at that hotel. So um, I ended up not really running in the Saucony Triumph 19s, but I ran in the Peregrine 12s every day. When I went to New York, I brought, um, I think, two pairs of shoes. I brought the Primax because I knew I was going to have a long run with a workout. So I wanted to have like a good workout shoe. Um, and then I also brought the Rincon 3 because that's a shoe that I was going to do just my easy. I, can, I could do easy runs in those. And I also felt like I could stand in those all day for watching the New York city marathon. So that's kind of like how I, I would pick usually like usually about two shoes. And then one of them is the one that I also like travel in. And like for this last trip, the triumph 19s, like I wore those in the car. I wore those when we were just kind of walking around that kind of stuff. All right. We got some, we got some snake advice here. This is good stuff. At least I think it's good stuff. I can't vouch for it but I'm going to presume that you guys know what you're talking about. Um, let's see. Frank says, just pay attention and listen and stay on the trail. Biggest issue is when you're running off trail in the grass. Snakes don't want to bite you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sometimes though, people accidentally get off trail though, Frank. <laughs> Sometimes we can't help ourselves. Um, it, it, with that in mind, I was going to, I almost bought the Garmin 945 this week. And I was like, 945, 945 LTE. But then I was like, oh, I think the Phoenix 7 might be coming out. Garmin just announced a couple of watches. So I'm like, well, let's wait another week or two, see if a Phoenix 7 comes out. Because usually right about when I want to buy another watch for testing, that company, like it's typically, it's like when I'm like, oh, I haven't seen anything from them in a while. Maybe I'll buy something. That's also like they're out right around the time when they're about to announce something too. So I'm going to wait for a little bit. Um, see, there's another one. Adam says, rattlers are out typically around at sunrise and sunset. That's like when I run. This is like the only times that I run. So we'll have to see. Oh, boy. Adam says, also, uh, adult rattlers don't want to waste their venom on a non-meal, but will to protect the kids. Kids might bite, but their venom is less. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you never want to mess with the mamas in the, nature, in the natural world. Hmm. Good advice. Good tips. And I have another one from Trish. Hi, Trish. How are you? She says, Happy New Year, all. Would love to hear tips and tricks for very long runs and freezing temps. I enjoy winter running, but now I have to do three plus hour runs as part of my marathon training. And my water froze today. Yeah, that's a tough one. I actually saw a couple of people wearing waist packs um, underneath their coats. And I think that would help keep the water from freezing. I don't like front loaded bottles uh, on my hydration vest. Um, I love the idea of it. It's very convenient. Um, but one, they tend to like bounce around all over the place whenever I run, no matter 
how I cinch down the vest. And number two, in the wintertime, especially the wind is coming against you and then it turns to slush or freezes. And then you're basically running with ice packs on your chest, which is not great for winter running. Um, my run today, it was 90 degrees out with, I mean, wind chills were sub-zero. So it was pretty cold out. I was out there for an hour and 20 minutes. And by the end, I was pretty, I was pretty uncomfortable. Um, that, that hurt. Uh, but I think that the way to do, I mean, I try to keep everything under two hours when it's really, when it's like this cold. So if it's like in the twenties, I can probably do three hour runs below the twenties. That's when I'm like, I, I might have to limit it a little bit. So it might be something where if you don't have access to a treadmill, you might want to do doubles, um, to get some of those longer runs in. So let's say, I mean, if you normally would have had like a 16 or 16 mile run or a 20 mile run, you know, do a total of a couple runs more than that. It's not ideal. I don't know that I'd want to really do that. Um, but, um, that's one way to get around it. The other thing to do is, you know, make sure your layering is really good. Um, for me, the weak points are hands and then face. Um, and then when it's really, really cold, then, um, the groin area also tends to get really cold. So I'll wear like shorts, uh, I'll wear full length tights, then a pair of non-lined shorts on top of that. And then like a thicker pant winter pant. So like a triple layer. And then, um, for the hands, I'll use a thin pair of running gloves, hand warmers, and then a thick pair of running mittens. And then on top, I'll have a neck gaiter that I'll try to keep up the entire time uh, and a hat. If it's really cold, I'll go with a balaclava. Those are the warmest, uh, even if they're not very thick. If it's really, 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 really bad, I've tried running in running goggles. Problem is I can't get them to not fog up um, because I think that the way I run with a neck gaiter covering my face, the heat all stays by the lenses and even like anti-fog goggles always get fogged up. And if they stay fogged and cold long enough, they'll start to freeze. So I, I run into problems with that. Um, so like, I just think that for the winter, there are some limits, I think, depending on how cold it is where you are. Um, it's something that I'm going to have to kind of figure out too, if I'm trying to get ready for Tokyo, which who knows if we'll still have that, but, or if I'll be able to go to it. And um, I'm thinking that what I'll need to do is figure out other ways to do long workouts that's take, take that take less than two hours or however long I can, I manage to be out there. Um, and so maybe it's, you know, instead of having the long run that I'd love to have like an easy or just a steady pace of, you know, 20 miles, um, then instead it'd have to be like, you know, a very hard workout. Um, that is maybe 16 miles or 14 miles. Um, and hope that the, the fitness will like convert and, and still be there at the end. So I'm something that I'm looking at too, but I think that basically it'll be a lot more of workouts where the entire time I'm outside, I'm pushing hard. I think that's just the change the intensity. That's a long way of answering that change the intensity, I think, but also um, gear can help a little. Hopefully that answers the question. Scotty B said he had negative 29 Fahrenheit feels like temp today he didn't bring any hydration yeah i mean when i was for my workout today i didn't bring any gels any because i was like i would normally bring a gel for my fart lick that i ran today i've done that one a bunch of times but i'm like i know i'm not going to want to dig that out of my pocket 
to eat it. Um, and I didn't bring any hydration, but I was only out there for an hour and 20 minutes. So that's not too bad. Dr. John says, just do what Luke did in the Empire Strikes Back to stay warm. I know, but you thought they smelled on the outside. That's not that's not something that we can really do. Cody Davis, are the Invincibles good for daily? I'd say yeah. I think I was I was thinking about running in them today, but I ended up doing a workout. So I, and I, I also think that they do really well in cold temperature. They're like one of the first shoes that I look for when it's really cold out. Jacob Collins says, I just got the USWE Pace 8 and the bottles truly don't bounce. I think I'm just shaped funny in the chest. I think that's my problem. They did like, like even vests where I'm like, well, oh, this is so snug. I can't breathe. As soon as I start running, oh, it's just like everything's just jostling all over the place. I, know, I think it's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, Jameson Nass says, Solomon makes some insulated soft flasks as well. Oh. That's interesting. For my water, though, instead of using the front bottles, like in the winter, if I put it on my back, when it's on my back, it doesn't have the wind on it, and the the heat from my back, I think, keeps it. Well, like that's where like a lot of heat is exiting from all the winter gear, and so I feel like that keeps everything from freezing. And I also think it does a good job of like it keeps you warm in a way, but also helps dissipate some of the heat. It's like a heat sink. So some. So I, I, I like running with a hydration mask. I just like the bladder. I know like for the ultra people that have to refill those things, um, it's really inconvenient. But um, for someone that doesn't run ultras regularly and you know, most of my runs are under two hours or in that one and a half to two hour range, that's are most of my runs. Sometimes I get to two and a half hours, two hundred forty-five. I'm rarely over three hours. So usually like filling the bladder to two liters is enough for me and so i like to put it back there it's easier for me to drink even than um a waste pack for drinking wise the only thing is they're they're hot in the summer but now that's not a problem all right um remy says you ever try that pivo auto tracking camera swivel thing all the reviews i've seen are people walking around in the kitchen i need a runner's review uh i don't know like is it i mean if it just like moves around kind of like this. I guess we could try it. Maybe we'll, I have, I haven't tried. I have, you know, cause I feel like DJI has like a lot of that technology in their stuff. So like, um, like the, the cell phone gimbals, like the, they have all that. I think well, I'm trying to think of what would be like the running application for it. Maybe if you just set it down and then ran by it, that could be good. David Patterson says, and we'll, we'll end with this one today says uh right now new balance rebel 2 is my go-to daily perfect shoe for the winter fuel cell saves my legs will be its equivalent for trail running um is there a i don't think there's a fuel cell trail shoe is there um because there's the new balance has the hiero right but i'm trying to think i don't know what the foam is on that one hmm that's a good question. Um, the, for me, the Rebel 2 is a little bit thin to be a daily trainer for me. So I would think that something that you're looking for is going to have probably a lower stack height for equivalent trail running shoe. Um, 
I was I would look at the ultra superior. I think that one might work out for you, David. Davin. Sorry, I called you David. Davin. Uh, I think that might work for you if you're okay with going to a uh, trying to zero drop shoe for the trail. Um, so that's a little bit different, but um, that's kind of one that comes to mind. The Hulk is in all might, but it's not going to be as like have that same bounce as the super critical foam and the Rebel 2. I'm trying to think. Any other ideas, guys? That's kind of where I'm that's kind of where I'm le leaning. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, if I think of something else, I'll make sure to let you know, Devin. But that's kind of where I'm going to leave you for today on that one. I'm trying to think anything else like the Torrent 2 I like, but it's not like Rebel 2 like, that's for sure. Um the Catamount maybe cuz it's a nitro foam, but it's not a soft squishy foam. Um Anything else that I think that might get you the squish that you might, you know, be experiencing in the Rebel 2 is going to be really high stack height. So it's going to feel very different. So that's a tough one. I just don't know as much about New Balance. I don't know. Any, I don't think I've tried a New Balance trail shoe. So that might, that might be, that's where I would kind of look first. Maybe the Hero, but I don't think that's going to be Rebel like. It's a good question, Devin. I think you stumped me on that one. All right. I'm going to get going for today, guys. Hopefully we'll have school tomorrow, but you know, I'm not going to cross a picket line for that. So, you know, probably won't have school tomorrow, but we will have a video tomorrow's video. Oh, look, I'm about to lose the cameras. This is good timing. Um, tomorrow's video is going to be my annual, um, what a YouTuber makes in a year. So we'll go over all my analytics and stuff, and then we'll do another live stream for Friday. Same time as today, 1 PM central time. Hopefully I'll see you there. Uh, and until then be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.